everyone to the Girls in Movement podcast where we talk to founders and influencers from all over the world. Today is an exclusive episode to Ruckus Avenue radio show so shout out to the guys working hard to bring you incredible shows each day. We've been slightly quiet since lockdown um, which happened here in the UK about seven weeks ago um, but we have been supporting sort of young children access education here in the UK which has been great throughout lockdown. Um, we've got a very exciting guest on the show today. Uh, I suppose, to put it kind of in a small sense, it's a, she's a YouTube sensation, an Instagram influencer, and I'm super kind of keen to find out more about how she grew her incredible following and her brand. She also shares the same surname as me, so that's a, a fun fact to find out as ever. <laughs> um, so from one Dallywell to another, I welcome Taz Dallywell to the show. How are you? Hi, I'm so great. How are you? Yeah, good. Um, I mean, so Taz is actually based in Canada and obviously our show is Mm -hmm. um, recorded here in the UK. How's lockdown been for yourself, Taz? It's been pretty crazy. Um, Haven't been able to go anywhere, but been getting some time inside, which I feel like has been needed for a really long time. So I'm just trying to kind of think of the positives and try to like take this time indoors to you know add to my craft and do the things I've always wanted to but never had the time to but it's been crazy it's so unexpected and scary but definitely been trying to make the best of it good and how have you been sort of staying positive throughout lockdown what have you been getting up to I've definitely been trying a bunch of new stuff. Um, I've been cooking a lot of different meals. I just actually bought an air fryer. Oh, nice. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I need to level up on my cooking, but I like don't want to completely go unhealthy because I've been trying to focus on my health too. you know, do a couple workouts every single day. Definitely been focused on the creative aspect because that's what just makes like time pass for me. So like, I've been just trying to do like a little bit of the YouTube stuff, a little bit of the Instagram stuff every single day. And that kind of just helps me feel like at ease, helps time pass by and just helps me like relax. So that's really nice. No, that's good. And, and we'll kind of cover the incredible content that you put out there because you're so regular with it. And whoever is out there listening who wants to build a brand or whether that's on social media or even as a business content is such a kind of key part to that so as you may or may not know Taz is a sort of well-known vlogger on YouTube and also um, a kind of Instagram influencer so how did it all start Taz Um, kind of at school were you were you doing vlogs or or was this something that you kind of came out of school and thought okay this is what I want to do Definitely. Well, in high school, um, it started out as more of like a photography passion. I was really into photography. I was like begging my dad to buy me a camera. I took photography classes and I kind of evolved from that into using my camera to make videos. Um, And then I started watching like a lot of YouTubers back in the day. Bethany Moda was a huge, you know, YouTuber and I used to watch her videos all the time. So I was like, you know what? I want to make my own videos. I want to put myself out there. So I did. And of course they were very, very cringeworthy, you know, in retrospect. But at the time it was like so much fun for me. I like incorporated beauty and fashion. I didn't know much at the time, but it was really fun for me. Um, So that sort of started in high school. Um, And then going from there, I guess people just started becoming more and more interested and they started following my personal Instagram account. 
Um, and at the time I wasn't really using Instagram too much because it wasn't too big in high school. So I started posting content like I would on my YouTube, kind of more fashion, beauty oriented and started catering to that market as well. Um, and then I found that people really responded well to that sort of content on my Instagram. And it took a lot less effort to, you know, post a photo and put on an outfit versus making like a 20, 30 minute video, cutting it down, editing it, posting it. It was just a lot less work. And it, it so, sort of had a bigger reward for me because I saw growth faster. Um, that's kind of where it started. And I mean, it was crazy because at the time it wasn't like a huge thing. Nobody was doing YouTube. Nobody was doing Instagram. So there was a lot of like, Hey, like, Oh, that's the girl who does YouTube. And I'd be <laughs> like, uh, but, but at the end of the day, I love doing it. So I really didn't care what anyone else had to say. And it was nice. And I encourage everyone to do the same. Like you're not going to get where you want to be unless you do what you want to do. Nice. And how long ago was this? Like, when did you kind of launch your YouTube account and, and Instagram and stuff? YouTube, I would say about six years ago, yeah. maybe even seven. Yeah, it was a while ago. Um, and then the Instagram, I would say maybe four years. Yeah. Nice. So it has significant, like over a long time. I think when people start kind of uh, vlogging and, and doing these kind of, I mean, it's a saturated market and we'll go on to that. But I think there is such a commitment from the individual to do this on a daily basis to see growth. Do you do you sometimes feel like you're just like, oh, I really can't be bothered to do this today? Or or are you just like, I mean, like, is it a full time thing for you? Well, I do feel that in the beginning, I wasn't consistent. And I kind of found it more of like, hey, this is just something I'll do when I have free time. And it's like, just like another one of my hobbies. So I didn't see as much growth in those times versus sort of recently, I would say maybe in the last year, year and a half, I've started to really, really love doing it. And I found that I love doing it more than I love doing a lot of other things. Mm. Um, so I started putting more, more time and energy into it. And with that being said, it, it doesn't really take that much time or energy if it's something that you're kind of already doing, like already doing my makeup, yeah. already trying on cool outfits, taking photos, like everyone gets annoyed taking photos for me, but I'm like, do it. I don't <laughs> care. I need the content. I'm already dressed like you better. So my siblings are just like, okay, you know what? Two more photos and we're done. I'm like, maybe like 10, but okay. But yeah, I mean, it doesn't feel like a chore at all. And I do see that the more I post and the more I engage and the more interested I am, the better feedback, the more followers, the more, you know, positive response I get from the community, which feels so good. And it's just like a motivation to like keep going because it feels like I'm doing something right and it feels good inside as well. Nice. I mean, that's that's so positive to hear that. And I think when you like you, you obviously have a real passion for kind of beauty and and kind of fashion as well itself and that kind of passion turns into a project in itself so yeah it's that's incredible and yeah. do you do you ever think of turning this brand into a business is that something that's in your hopefully to do after lockdown <laughs> yeah definitely I've always thought about like how can I sort of capitalize on this and how can I create a business out of this um but my only thing is I really want to pick something that I I know this would be my business. This is what I want to stick with. And I, I'm the kind of person who has like a million ideas in my head and I don't want to just like go with the first one or the second one, because if I'm not in it, I, it's just going to fall apart and I know it will. So there's been times where I've been like, Oh, I'd love to do maybe like an eyelash brand. And then there's like a million eyelash brands that just like come out of nowhere. And I'm like, I'm not doing that anymore, you know? And it's just kind of like that. So I'm kind of like, I 
I'm still going to school in September. So I definitely want to wait until I a hundred percent know what kind of products I would want to buy, what kind of products I would want to make, what I feel like needs to kind of be changed and made into its unique product. And I think from there I would potentially, you know, a hundred percent would want to create a business. I think that's the end goal, but I don't know what yet. And I definitely don't want to rush into it. So I want it to be like a thoughtful business. I mean, I'm definitely going to put more thought into it in the future. Good for you. No, that's uh, really good to hear. And I think it's a smart way to do it because, yeah, um, entrepreneurs tend to have a million ideas like running around their head and they tend to just go for one and see what yeah. sticks. Um, but, yeah, thought is always a good process uh, before launching a business. <laughs> Definitely. So so beauty and fashion is such a saturated market, as you know. Um, how have you stood out and how have you had to kind of adapt to keep on standing out as well, especially kind of Instagrammers? always been a, a big thing but I think recently in like the past I'd say three three to four years the the whole idea of an influencer has kind of grown how do you find yeah standing out and keeping up with that yeah I do find that it, it has gotten a little bit saturated it has been a little bit like everybody wants to be a an influencer now everybody wants to post content now and that's totally cool but my only thing is that you know, if you bring your own creativity and you bring your own mindset to the table, you, you are, you're not going to fit in. If you're following somebody's page and you're like, this is what I want to do. This is, you know, the exact post I want to post. This is the vibe I want to give. Then you're just going to be another person with a similar blog. Right. But if you just bring your own creativity, your own like mental space, your own perspective to the table, then you're kind of setting yourself apart from the saturated market. Um, so the thing is, if people want to, you know, blog or be an Instagrammer or be an influencer on whatever platform, my biggest thing would be bring your own, um, bring your own just like different perspective to the table and share that. Mm. And you won't feel like you have to keep up or you're, you're going to be replaced because no one else can really be like you. Yeah, hundred percent. And who sort of influenced y you? Like who, who were the first few people that you thought, you know what, I can do this as well? I would say Bethany Moda. Um, back then, nobody had an Instagram. In all honesty, I didn't even know like my Instagram could grow into like a business Instagram. I always thought at the time in high school, nobody even posted on Instagram. Maybe people had like one or two posts. Facebook was really, really popular. Um, and then when people started following me on Instagram, I didn't know there was sort of like this community even here in like Toronto and Canada of girls who were who were posting similar content to me who had like these fashion pages and these beauty pages. I didn't find out until like almost after a couple of maybe two years of doing it. And I, that was actually really exciting for me because I was like, oh, my God, there's more people around me that are similar to me. And we share this like common interest of, you know, blogging and posting about fashion and makeup. And I literally was so excited. <laughs> And yeah, after that, I realized I was like, okay, well, you know what, this is nice, because, you know, we can all bounce off each other, share ideas, work together. Um, but like the first couple stages, it was like, just YouTubers doing like YouTube skits, that sort of thing. And like beauty hauls, I didn't have anyone that I would specifically like, look at and be like, this is what I want to do. I think it was just like a mix of like the YouTube recommended videos that made me be like, Oh, yes, I want to make videos like this. Nice. No, that's that's cool. And I suppose if you did have just one person, you don't, as you said, kind of previously, you don't just want to 
replicate what someone else is doing you've got to bring your own sort of identity to the table which is 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 100 percent, yeah and talk to us about so you're obviously based in Canada what's it like um so like it's grown some incredible talent in these past two decades I would I would say if not sort of longer but yeah lots of vloggers Instagram people and as you say people within your own network um do you stay connected with them a lot do you find that you will stay in Canada I mean that might not be a question for now but have you ever thought about going further afield I've definitely thought about it I I love Canada I think I would live here for the rest of my life just because I don't know I love the country like I love the people it's just everything just kind of like resonates with me Mm. um I don't know 100% if I will stay connected to the people here in terms of Um, the people kind of doing similar things to me, like we do talk and we communicate. There's a couple of really good, really good friends that I would a hundred percent stay connected with for the rest of my life. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's crazy because I remember in the beginning when I kind of first started doing YouTube, there were a couple like events in Toronto and I would be like, Oh, I want to go to LA. Like I know they have so many events for bloggers and I was partnered with this like big, um, YouTube agency back then. And they would invite me out to like parties in LA and I would be like, I want to go to LA. My parents would be like, no, <laughs> like you're in high school. You're not going anywhere. And I would, I'd be like, okay, like, damn, why can't they have stuff like this in Toronto? Like Toronto's huge, you know? So why not? And they started doing like some events in Toronto, but at the time there wasn't too many people who were in that mental space. Like they kind of are in LA. So people really wouldn't buy tickets and the events would kind of just die out over the years. And that's what happened, I think, to like BeautyCon in Toronto. But it kind of like started decreasing. And then all of a sudden, I think in the last like two or three years, there's crazy events happening. So many bloggers, so much social media craze, like every business wants to promote on social media and like business have businesses have skyrocketed as well. Just like, you know, bakeries and just little personal businesses and they're like succeeding. So it's crazy that like it went from that to all of a sudden, it's just a huge market in Toronto. And there's so many people who like do the same similar stuff as me. And it's just crazy. And I love it because it just presents so much more opportunities for me to connect with like-minded people and get to know people and get to know new things about what I've been doing all this time. Mm, definitely. And it's, it's good that um, you can potentially reach out to kind of places and people within LA, but I think it's so good that you also have kind of a, a good, strong and the network that you've built in sort of Toronto as well and kind of Canada all up. So yeah, that, that's really good. Um, And how would you like to use your sort of influence on social media? Um, I definitely think I just want to continue to promote authenticity, being yourself and finding confidence in who you are. I think a lot of the times it's really, really easy to like listen to voices all around you and form your opinion based off what you hear. And a lot of times we forget to like internalize and think, what what is it that I want and what is it that I'm thinking and why is my opinion less valid than all these other people's opinions? I always try to promote like mental health, confidence, and just being yourself. I think that's the main message I would want to continue to promote forever because that I think is the most important thing that people, it's really easy to get sucked into like drama or other people's opinions and people don't always want the best for you and you yourself are always going to want to do what's best for you Mm -hmm. so listening to yourself and then finding confidence in that i think that's the best way to get through anything in life because when you have confidence you don't need to give validation and when you don't need validation you can just work on yourself work on your craft work on your hobbies and just succeed 
the best that you can for yourself. Yeah, nice. And and just even kind of scrolling through your Instagram, you give off kind of very positive vibes, which is great. You're very smiley as well, which is which is really good. Um, so yeah, <laughs> keep, keep doing that. It's good. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have a goofy side. Sometimes I'm like, uh. <laughs> Um, do you have any advice around people who want to for people who want to produce content? So, I mean, making great content can be the difference between a good brand and an incredible brand. So what mm -hmm. advice would you give in terms of consistency tools that you use? Um, yeah. Yeah. So for some tips and tricks, I would say um, because Instagram and YouTube is so saturated, like you said, you have to be willing to put time and energy into it just like anything like if you want to if you want something to grow you really gotta you really gotta give it that attention and that love so i would definitely say if you have time during any day and you do your makeup and you want to go put on an outfit and take some photos maybe switch into another outfit if your makeup's already done maybe find another location you know you gotta kind of make sure that you're not just wasting your own time because you want to definitely be posting if not every day every other day yeah, because people will just skip through. I mean, today, if you don't post in a week, the next week, people are going to be like, who? Who was that? You know, mm. so you want to definitely keep up. Um, and some tips would be, yeah, maybe just pick a couple outfits, go out for a shoot all day, take a bunch of pictures, pick your favorite and put your filters on them and upload like every day. Add your own little twist by doing like a personal caption, adding something that you might want to ask your fans or your followers and getting that engagement because you definitely want to connect with them. Um, and then I would just say, put your own personal touch on it and just, you know, be yourself. Nice. Good advice. And if you could give your younger self any advice, what would it be? <laughs> that, that's stressful. <laughs> um, I would definitely say uh, trust yourself because I did have a phase in my life where I was always like, oh my God, like in high school, when I first started my YouTube, there was definitely people who were like, oh, you know, she has a YouTube channel. I'd be like, oh, like a little embarrassed because in high school, you know, you're, you're the, you, everyone's kind of just like wanting to be popular and like wanting to be accepted by everybody, wanting to be cool. And like, I definitely wasn't not cool but I wasn't like the coolest so <laughs> I was in this like middle <laughs> phase where I was kind of just like okay you know what I'm I don't know what to do I was kind of like continuing to make YouTube content because it's what I wanted to do and like you know after I left school I was like I don't give a shit what anybody has to say about me <laughs> and then um but yeah I wish I didn't even have that phase where I was kind of like insecure about what people thought or was like oh will people like this post will people like this picture will people like this video and like if i got a couple dislikes i'd be like oh my god like why are people disliking this not to focus so much on the negative and not to focus so much on what other people think and kind of just continue to pursue what i wanted to do because i believe if i had done that i definitely would have taken this whole thing to another level way earlier mm. um but it did take a little bit of time for me to realize this is what i want to do which is totally okay too but I would really recommend like if you are gonna like listen to other people do it with a grain of salt and i would tell my younger self to just listen to myself and my parents maybe <laughs> Love that. listen to your parents i don't hear that one <laughs> exactly <laughs> no i love that 
putting yourself um, out your comfort zone if you haven't done it before filming yourself watching it back editing it god even when I edit my own podcast I'm like oh god people have to listen to my voice like (laughs) everyone is like the most critical on themselves so yeah putting yourself out there is one of the hardest things so yeah I mean what's the plans for this year then obviously lockdown is taking up everyone's lives but um what, what what for you is kind of something highlight coming up highlights um well I'm going back to school in September so that'll be something that I think I'm going to be focusing most on but honestly I just want to continue to do what I'm doing and just see where it takes me um I'm excited about where it's already already taken me and I just I've been loving it I've been enjoying it and everything has kind of been put into perspective since this whole lockdown like I remember I used to be at work before this and I'd be like oh I wish I could just like get a week to not be at work be at home just film my videos focus on Instagram like that's what I loved doing and I would only get to do that after work or at night or whatever and since this whole you know situations presented itself I've been like this is crazy because I got exactly what I wanted in a really really (laughs) bad way like this is not good but let's focus on the part that I can actually you know control and be happy with so I I think I'm going to take this same energy once lockdown's over and all that and continue just thinking of ways that I can create more content and just continue connecting with people and yeah I'm honestly happy with the way things are going so I hope they continue this way and (laughs) yeah that's not a bad bad thing to say I think yeah too many people are like yeah I want to do this this and this but actually maintaining something which is already incredible is is a a positive as well so yeah good for you um Taz thank you so much for joining us on the Girls in Movement podcast you've been incredible um and do you want to give everyone your details in terms of Instagram YouTube your handles yeah definitely so my youtube channel is taz talks with an s so t-a-s-t-a-l-k-s i forgot how to spell talks for a second (laughs) and then my instagram is taz dollywall t-a-s-d-h-a-l-i-w-a-l awesome so yeah come follow me amazing we'll all be following you thank you so much um and of course you thank can you for up. having me no worries you can catch up on sort of spotify itunes um and of course this will be on our youtube channel as well